Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 721 for the 29th of Cheshvan in a regular year. So just a small note about today's episode. Um, there are some years when there are 29 days in the month of Cheshvan, and there are some years when there are 30 days in the month of Cheshvan. As we all know from being a part of this podcast and listening to the podcast, the Tanya was divided up into different sections that were meant to be read on different days throughout the year. So we're th- what this leads to is that we come to a time where, you know, as mentioned, sometimes the month of Cheshvan has 29 days and sometimes the month of Cheshvan has 30 days. So we find that the Tanya does have two separate entries for the 29th of Cheshvan and the 30th of Cheshvan as well. However, on those years where there are 29 days in the month of Cheshvan, then we are to learn both the 29th and the 30th month of Cheshvan entries. So we're supposed to learn both of those days. So it happens to be that the year that I am uh, recording this podcast, which is the year 5784 in the Jewish calendar, uh, is one such year where the tw- where there are only 29 days in the month of Cheshvan, and thus we read both of those days. So if you are in one of those days, and you know you can look that up if you're not sure, then you should be re- you should be listening to both today's episode and tomorrow's episode as well. I'm going to make sure that they're both put out on the same day as they're both relevant for today. So the 29th and the 30th of Cheshvan should be learned on the 29th of Cheshvan. All right. So with that being said, even though these are uh, divided up in the Tanya as two distinct days, they are very much related. And as we'll see, they do really follow a common theme. So we're going to start talking about that theme today. And then we're going to continue with that theme tomorrow. And the theme is intention, intention in prayer and an intention in Torah study. So some of you might be familiar with the phrase, I think it's a more modern phrase of uh, set an intention. You know, they say this often in yoga classes, we'll have deal or, you know, in the beginning of like a meditation kind of thing to like set an intention for your practice, like really hone in on what it is that you want to focus on and what you want your practice to be about. And we'll see that this is actually exactly what we want to do in Judaism when it comes to our prayer and when it comes to our Torah study. And as we'll learn in the coming days and today and tomorrow's episode, the type of intention that we have and the quality of the intention that we have when we pray and when we learn Torah have has an effect on high. And we'll see that different types of intentions have different types of effects on high. And so in today's episode, we're going to just mention in brief, it's a really short section for today, 
how having proper intention both in prayer and in Torah study create angels in the world of Abria, which is a very high world. It's the world right below Attilus. So it's the second to highest world. It's the real, it's the first real world world that's like really separate, um, that has its own separate existence, so to speak, from godliness. So having proper intention, both in prayer and in Torah study, like I just mentioned, create angels in the world of Bria. What do we mean by having proper intention? We mean like really, you know, being focused, uh, if a person's learning Torah, that it's it's not just like a, another book of philosophy or knowledge or whatever. They have this like awareness that, you know, this is a, this is a book that was written by God. It's a divine book and, and, uh, and a person is really focused in this manner uh, and they're learning for the right reasons, basically. And when a person has proper intention in prayer, similarly, it's like they're really um, pouring out their heart, heart to God. There's a real focus there. There's a real connection and communication towards God. Okay, but now what happens if a person learns Torah or uh, a person prays and they don't have this intention, right? Um, a person might just be learning Torah, uh, but not necessarily having these lofty ideas. They're just really immersed in the Torah study that they're learning. So in such a case, the altar is going to teach us, angels are still created. However, those angels are only created in the world of Yitzira, which is one realm, one world below the world of Bria. Now here's where it gets interesting, is that when a person prays by contrast, so first we're talking about Torah study, Torah study without intention creates angels in the world of Yitzira. But if a person prays without intention, meaning, you know, a person just mumbles the words, even says the words very nicely, but they're not really, their thoughts, their feelings are not, not, to be found in it, they're they're kind of distracted while they're praying. While they're praying, the ultra up is going to teach us that there are there's no there are no angels created at all from this, and rather the prayers are pushed down below, like totally not in the spiritual realms at all. Which is kind of puzzling because if we're saying that if we have the right intention in prayer and Torah study. The, both of these things create angels in the world of Bria, we would think that by removing that intention, by just, you know, kind of going through the motions neutrally, both in prayer and in Torah study, um, that would also have a similar effect. But yet we see that there's a different effect for each of those these actions. So today's section concludes with this kind of question mark of like, you know, that this is how it is, but we're not really sure. But he, there's not a, a reason why that's given. Uh, and then tomorrow, in tomorrow's Tanya, then we're going to address that very question. We're going to talk about why. What What is the difference between Torah study and between prayer that creates such different effects on high in terms of the intention that we have? And we're also going to talk a little bit more about what we mean by intention. And we'll see that there's actually a third category to intention. There's intention that is a positive intention and there's neutral intention, like just kind of be, being distracted or whatever. And then we'll also learn that there's actually a negative intention that a person could have as well. So with that being said, let's get into today's text for context. We are in Kuntras Ahran, the very uh, last set section of the Tanya, and this is the beginning of essay three. And this essay is focused on understanding something from a, the writing from a Sefer written by Rabbi Chaim Vital, who was the Arizal's foremost student, primary student. And this is taken from the Shara HaYechudim, chapter two. This is what the altar is going to be focused on today. And in the Shari Chudim chapter two, he teaches that Torah study without proper intention creates angels in the world of Yetzirah. 
And we're going to understand what that means. What, why angels, why the world of Yatira, what's all of this about? And to support this idea, the uh, Rabbi Chaim Vital brings sites from the Zohar in Parshat Shlach, where it says there is no voice lost from the world except the voice of Torah and prayer that ascend and pierces the heaven. Meaning to say that when a person prays and or learns Torah, then this prayer and Torah ascends on high. There's an ascension that happens. We're going to get into where it ascends to and how this works and where intention fits into all of this. So uh, the ultra bit specifies and teaches us that when a person prays with intention, then angels are created in the world of Bria, just like intention and learning Torah. So whether a person is praying with intention or learning Torah with intention, then this creates angels in the world of Bria, which you, if you recall, Bria is, this, is the second to highest spiritual realm. It's right below Atsilas. And however, now here's the interesting thing. When a person prays without intention, then their prayer does not move at all. And this is in contrast to what we just learned about Torah study, right? So this is, this is where we see a little contrast here that we saw both in the case of Torah study with intention and in the case of prayer with proper intention, both of these create angels in the world of Bria. However, if a person studies Torah without intention, angels are still created. They just only are created in the level of Yitzira, which is one realm below. Versus if a person prays without intention, then it doesn't ascend at all. Then it just stays down here in this realm. Um, as it says in the Zohar, Parshat Pekudai, page 245, into the lowest heaven, meaning that it doesn't ascend at all. And, and these prayers are called invalid prayers, according to the Zohar. And also in the Zohar and Parshat Vayakal, page 201b, where there's another allusion to this idea of, of, the, of prayer with intention ascending on high. So that's the end of the section for today. And we'll continue along these lines tomorrow when we learn a little bit more about what it is that makes Torah study and prayer different and why each of these two things create such different effects, even if it seems like we're having a similar kind of intentional focus with it. So stay for, tuned for that. And as mentioned, if this is a year like this year that I am recording on, that uh, there are only 29 days in the month of Cheshvan, then please go ahead and listen to tomorrow's episode for Lamed Cheshvan for the 30th of Cheshvan right away. Uh, and I will speak to you in the next episode in that case. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.